Hello, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy Pride Month. As we celebrate our uniqueness this June, we want to have a discussion about LGBTQ plus experiences. I'm Whitney Williams, an associate at Littler's Los Angeles office. And I am Michael Hoy, a shareholder at Littler's San Francisco office and a board member of the National LGBTQ plus bar. We are here to discuss our story of being part of the LGBTQ plus community and how that intersects with our own racial and cultural identities. Whitney, the way we first met was at the career fair at Lavender Law that's hosted by the National LGBTQ plus bar. And we really bonded not only over being gay, but also a person of color. I would really love to hear your perspective on that. Yes, we did meet at the Lavender Law Career Fair. Meeting you was really monumental to my career. It really meant a lot to me that Littler was even there at the career fair being hosted by the National LGBTQ Plus Bar Association. To me, it just showed that they were intentional about putting diversity at the forefront of their recruitment, which to me is very important because it brings different perspectives to the legal profession, which is something that we definitely need. And more importantly, it was a perfect example of intersectionality, us both being gay and also persons of color. And intersectionality to me really means navigating different life groups and finding my place in whatever room I walk into. I'm a Black female and I identify as a lesbian. So I consistently am finding ways to navigate space and create space for myself on a daily basis. It's just really important to have people who you can talk to who are like yourself and have done what you're trying to do. So Michael, what does intersectionality mean to you? Whitney, I think you defined it beautifully. Intersectionality is the convergence and the interconnectedness of multiple identities and how that plays out socially and how that affects one's lived experience. I am a gay Asian American, and for me, belonging has always been very important, and it's something that I've always sought out after, but have not really experienced until later in life. I grew up in Orange County, California, in a predominantly white, non-Asian community. I went to a small elementary and junior high school where I basically grew up with my friends, and I never felt othered or ostracized because of my race. However, I will say that I didn't quite fit in either because I was brought up and socialized by my parents who were immigrants from Hong Kong. So I didn't really understand or know how to quite interact with the other kids at that time. It wasn't until high school where people would, rather than refer to me by my name, Michael would refer to me as that Asian guy or Bruce Lee, where I realized that race was an issue. And that obviously didn't make me feel good and it made me feel othered. In high school, there was also a large number of Asian students with whom I would presumably connect. But at the same time, I knew I was gay and felt like I didn't fit into that community either. When I came out in college, it was a scary experience, but also very exciting 
because I believe there was going to be another avenue for community in the LGBTQ plus arena. However, I found that the same issues were present. I recall even as recent as a few years ago, I went to a gathering of gay friends to watch a European singing competition. And a comment was made about a Asian contestant celebrating her successful performance by eating kimchi. Whitney, I would be really interested in hearing what your experience has been like. Well, honestly, Michael, I can really relate to what you're talking about. I also grew up in Orange County, California, and at my high school, I was one of the only African-Americans in my classes, but really, I was definitely one of the few out people at my school. Um, I came out when I was 15, and I just really felt like I was sure about myself. And so I felt confident in doing that. And I was grateful for the support that I received from my immediate family, because in the African-American community, there are there is some homophobia. And so it, it took a lot for me to decide that this was the decision that I was making. Um, so I was really grateful for the support that I received because that wasn't guaranteed. And so I can definitely relate to, you know, your upbringing and not necessarily feeling othered, but knowing that there was an aspect of you that people may not appreciate and may not feel comfortable with. So there was that. And I guess shifting to a more professional aspect, how has intersectionality played a role in your career as an attorney? My first job out of law school was at the California Department of Justice, and I was fortunate to have a mentor who was not only an excellent attorney, but he was also a gay Asian American male. And I learned a lot from him, including how to litigate and how to be a leader. And this wasn't something I necessarily had growing up because my parents had taught me to do as I was told and to follow the leader. Through my mentor, I've been able to learn and to build my own practice. And as I grew in my own career, I noticed that there continued to be a lack of space for gay Asians. Within the Asian spaces, those were predominantly dominated by heterosexual individuals. And within the gay spaces, they were predominantly dominated by white individuals. It felt like I didn't belong in either. But luckily, affinity groups within Littler and organizations such as the National Asian Pacific American Bar Association and the National LGBTQ Plus Bar Association have recognized that. And conversations such as this is finally happening. I've, I've tried to view intersectionality of being a gay Asian American to benefit my career through professional organizations and personal relationships, I've been able to find a better sense of belonging and social support from other gay Asian Americans who have had a similar experience as I have. I think it's really special when you can bond and interact with others who understand the intersectionality of being gay and Asian American. Whitney, we, we have a pride affinity group within the for LGBTQ plus attorneys. 
Do you feel supported by this group as a black lesbian attorney? Yes, I am very, I feel very supported by the Littler Pride group. And it really started before I was even brought onto the firm. Um, I met Loren, who is the co-chair of Littler Pride. Michael, I met you at the career fair. And I really felt like those relationships made me feel comfortable enough to be myself here at the firm. And I just graduated law school in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. I started with Littler January 2021 in the pandemic. So I haven't had the opportunity to go into the office and really get to know my colleagues. So something that I really appreciate is having the affinity groups like Littler Pride there to have my back and just really a group to talk to. And starting a new job in a pandemic is something that really takes some adjusting. So it really just felt great to know that I have the Littler Pride affinity group there to support me and just be a sounding board off ideas that I have or questions that I have. I know that there's a group of people who can relate to me and are doing what I want to do. So it just feels really great to have that group there supporting me. And Michael, you know, it's really been a pleasure to talk to you. I want to thank you so much for sharing um, your experience and your story. It's been great to hear about your upbringing. And I'm just really grateful we were able to share this space. Yeah, Whitney, I am so glad we met at Lavender Law. And thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Of course, and I do want to let everyone know to stay tuned for an additional podcast celebrating Pride Month coming soon.